Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Zero. We're back with you again for another bonus episode. I'm your host this week, Jenna Anderson. BD is currently in Brazil at CCXP having a lot of fun, um, and I'm very glad to hear that. Um, but we are here today for a bonus episode to actually reflect on one of our previous episodes from this year in which we made some very, very unhinged, very interesting MCU predictions. So joining me to look back is Jamie Jurak. Good morning. So happy to be here at 11 a.m. as opposed to 9 a.m. Let's go. <laughs> with Aaron Perrine. It is different to be here in the afternoon. Hello, ladies. Hello. And Nicole Drum. Hello. Um, so as I said, we if you don't remember, in January of this year, we made some very ridiculous predictions for what we think might happen in the MCU and Marvel for this year. Um, I know we didn't really wait a full calendar year to kind of reflect on them. A lot could probably still happen in the month of December, but I also feel like we're all mentally in the let's circle back after the holidays kind of mood. So it, now's as good of a time as any to reflect on these. Um, so we're going to look back on those. Uh, I will just say shout out to NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, which I stole this entire idea from um, their episode of, of this is all always a joy to listen to every year. Um, but so we're going to look back one by one, kind of look back on our old predictions, talk about them. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to offer our predictions for 2024. Um, so we're going to start with mine, because honestly, listening back and making all of these little video clips, mine are the least interesting, but so we'll start with mine. Get mine out of the way. <laughs> that Sony is going to learn the wrong lessons from Morbius, and they are going to try to make Craven the Hunter as like memeable of a movie as possible, and it is not going to work. Like they are going to fail miserably. There's going to be some sort of line or something in the trailer that is going to be like, oh, we've engineered this so it could work on TikTok or in memes or whatever, and nobody's going to latch on. I predict that by this time next year, we're going to know where She-Hulk is appearing next. Uh, this is also just me purely mm. manifesting this because I cannot go another year without knowing where Jen Walters is going to be next. I'm not even going to try to manifest where she's going to appear because I feel like there are so many different options, but I hope that by this time next year, either through Comic-Con, whatever, we we somehow get some sort of announcement that she's coming back because I I need it. I will give myself half a point um, because I was right about the Sony thing. I was just wrong about the movie in question uh, because it ended up being Madam Web. I, we, we have no way of knowing if they put the uh, mom in the Amazon line in, in there on purpose to make it memeable, but it became very memeable and it makes me very, very happy. I, I had to resist the urge the day that trailer came out to just like make a red bubble shirt that just said that entire line because I would rock that. <laughs> I, would um, that. I like, I'm glad I'm half right, even though I was wrong about the movie. We still have seen so little Craven the Hunter they could still prove me wrong next year but I'll give myself half a point and I know we talked about it on Wednesday's show how there might be She-Hulk season two but nothing's official yet so I'll, I'll take the L on that and be kind of sad about that it's something though you got a sprinkle yeah <laughs> it's not totally what you wanted but there's a little bit there yeah as soon as I heard the words memeable and Sony, I was like, oh, 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 Craven, dang it. <laughs> so close. I could not have pretty good, though. Well, we also thought that Craven would be out. Yes. Right now. That's true. Oh, That's God. true. 
Yeah, there's another reality where we've each seen Craven like at least once for work purposes. And that is not the world we live in, apparently. Um, but yeah, so I will give myself half a point on being slightly right about one of my predictions. Um, and then we are now going to go to Aaron's predictions, okay. which I'm very excited oh, for. Fun. Who knows what I said? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> clue what I said. Richard, what? Drop it on my head. Whatever terrible <laughs> things I said into a microphone. Invasion. A lot has been made of uh, guessing who the scrolls who have been living amongst us this entire oh, time. No. I have a prediction about who it's not going to be. I think that the marketing and the whispers have misdirected us. And I do not think the scroll is Colonel James Rhodes. I think <laughs> it is someone else in that cast or someone else that they have not told us who's in that movie. I'm going so far as to say, who knows, it could be Samuel L. Jackson himself this whole time, which would make a lot of sense because he'd just be missing for a lot of the time. You know, the Capital One commercials are not the only culprit. He just don't be around. (laughs) I wonder where where he'd be. Where's he he at? So I think that someone else is scrolling that. Doctor Strange Mm. and Wong will be in Ironheart for at least a little while. Because with the hood, with all this magic, I would assume, I know, well, maybe not Steven, because he's off doing something with, like, doing incursions (laughs) off in the dark dimension. But when has that stopped anything from making it, like, not making any sense before? So we at least get Wong, I think. Because there's some sort of weirdness going on here with magic. But I think with all the magic, I'm like, we're going to get another Wong thing, aren't we? He's just going to sneak into 2023 too, isn't he? I think in Loki season two, you're going to get a riff on that wonderful Chris Evans moment from uh, Thor Dark World. Is it is Dark World? Yeah. Where he like yeah, pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. I really would enjoy one of the OG Avengers making an appearance for like four seconds. Aaron, how you feeling? The Samuel Jackson thing is so sad because as soon as I start talking, I was like, dang, I did say that into a microphone. Mm-hmm. You I, you were playing three dimensional chess. You, yeah, you were doing I, a better job man, than they for, ended up doing. For a lot of people, they wish Samuel Jackson was a scroll in Secret Invasion. I'm not one of these people that harps on it being like the most terrible thing I've ever seen. It was really just kind of <laughs> underwhelming. It's funny though that the internet take a bow at large, like a thing that probably should have gotten subverted somehow, just completely straight. Everybody know. <laughs> Shout out to Patrick Willems. Shout out to all these people who did those video essays about Rhodey being a scroll. You apparently could be Marvel writers, apparently. We don't we don't know what is gonna go ahead, Jamie. What? No, I just love that Aaron just is like because like, no, this is too obvious. This is so much credit. Yeah. We all gave Secret Invasion way too much credit. credit. We were so innocent. We were so innocent. Yikes. And your Ironheart thing could be true because we won't know until like 2025. So we were so we were so optimistic we were gonna get like a show every other month, like we've been getting in the years past. So that's a bummer. I also the fact that this is a Wongless year that we have not had Wong in anything other than maybe what if maybe he pops up in what if at the end of the year and saves it. But like it is kind of a bummer we have not seen Wong at all. A whole year where he was in almost every project, followed by none. It was feast or famine for our friend Wong. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, and I don't, man, that's just very, very funny. Now that we like look back on it, we really did expect too much, Jamie. We <laughs> we swung for the fences. I was my hopes were so high. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it comes up in my prediction, but we'll see. 
We'll, we'll cue that up. Perfect segue. Uh, oh, God. Time for Jenny. We are getting uh, a really good, juicy phase one actor comeback this year. Uh, uh, I think that uh, I would love it in a post credit scene that hasn't seemed to really been happening lately. But um, you guys know if I'm manifesting, I want it to be Sam Rockwell. But like we could get Liv Tyler in there. There's so like there are a lot of ones that are options. You know, we already know Tim Blake Nelson's coming. We got some stuff. Um, you know, someone in the comments says Phil Coulson's confirmed. Obviously, that would be the dream. But I'm talking people we have not seen since phase one i think i think there's going to be a an, another exciting comeback i think that when this year ends jonathan majors will be people's next sexiest man alive for years we've been hearing about talks and i think this is the year that keanu reeves finally gets cast in the mcu <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's you and i don't care so so two things if, if, if january you was told that patrick dempsey would ultimately be that would, would you have believed that at all it's so funny because i have been wrong about many things in my life but i think that that is the crown jewel of jamie making an incorrect guess oh boy um but the, you know the thing about patrick dempsey though that uh is great is that i i do think that more men of color should be winning sexiest man of the mm -hmm. year but i do like that they picked an older man and i am so obsessed with the fact that they usually pick somebody who is like has new things coming out and patrick dempsey does have ferrari coming out but the fact that they released it the week thanksgiving came out <laughs> when patrick dempsey <laughs> debuted the dumbest Boston accent of all time is really really makes me happy that that's how things shook up but boy oh boy I, I think that's got to be the biggest L of the of the prediction episode for sure we had no idea we, we had absolutely we, no we did I, not see that I will really. I will also say your your first thing about a phase one actor do, do, do you give yourself part of a point for technically being right but even earlier than that yeah I feel like I do earn a little bit because it wasn't a phase one actor but Kelsey Grammer predating phase one and coming in there, I think definitely deserves me a that, little that, bit. That counts. Yeah, Absolutely. because I, if I you would have told me then, like if you would have been like, pick Jamie, a phase one actor or Kelsey freaking Grammer, I would have picked <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I feel like in most situations you'd pick Kelsey Grammer. It'd be like, pick like your closest I mean, friend and family or Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Grammer. <laughs> Who and then uh what was oh Keanu? That was yeah. me just I knew that wasn't gonna happen. So like I was just having a good time, you know. A girl can dream, well, right? Yeah. yeah. That, sometimes I'm like, we do film this at 9 a.m. because I look so <laughs> tired in that clip. <laughs> we appreciate you making that sacrifice every single week. It is it, it does not go unnoticed, definitely. <laughs> Clearly, everyone can see it. I didn't realize oh, I did not mean it like that at all. <laughs> no, no, I know. Oh, oh, this is fun. Also, should I dye my hair black again? There's so many things going on. It looks super good on when you. We were it really does. When we were queuing up the clips beforehand, Aaron was like, oh my God, Jamie's hair. Black hair. Yeah. It so looks maybe. super good on you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we broke Aaron. Aaron, do you have anything uh, to say? I just, man, it's so funny that we had all these casting things or whatever, and then there's just no freaking Comic Con at all. Just all the casting stuff. Eh, maybe. Possibly. We have one other person left, so maybe so. But Jamie, no, no, no. I have the word. Unfortunately, it's my cross to bear. My personal Morbius not being ranked at the bottom is... Secret Invasion not being Secret Invasion. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I am so glad we're doing this episode. This Ooh. is already such a joy. Um, so now we're going to do Nicole's predictions, which I, I have already referenced one of them in the in this show across this year because one of them did already come true. So true. let's roll That's the true. tape. Ooh. That I don't think is actually going to manifest into a thing that we see in 2023, but we'll get an announcement for in 2023. And I think we're going to get a little treat. We're going to get an announcement of a special presentation of some version of Rogers the Musical. Essentially featuring Hugh Jackman. I, I am going to predict that in some fashion, Barbie is joining the MCU. Now hear me out. It doesn't have to be live action. It could be a what if situation. It could be anything but. Barbie was a Marvel comic in the 90s, folks. That, that's my crack prediction because it's Barbie. But also there's a little bit of precedent for Barbie in the Disney wheelhouse because of Toy Story. And I feel like it'd be hilarious if we got some sort of Barbie MCU cameo somewhere because why not? What if it was a reverse situation where like somehow the Barbie movie makes a joke about Marvel or the MCU? Would you be content with that? Like would that be I will your prediction? I will accept that. I will accept that as part of the prediction. Barbie did make a joke, just not about the MCU. So I will give you half a point for that. Oh my gosh. I I love how you like you uh, preempt your Rogers the musical thing by being like, this might not be this year, but we might get an announcement. And then meanwhile, it's like the entire musical is up on YouTube and we have a cast album. Like you, you, you won. I would, oh my God, I won the, if this were a contest, I won. (laughs) Yes. Dude, I was Oh my God. Like you guys have no idea that like, when they actually did announce that Rogers, the musical was like going to be a real thing. Like I screamed so loud and tried so hard to figure out how to get to Disneyland. It was insane. Like, I can't believe I, was I, like, I, I predicted that. I know. I, I wish we could have had the funds and the ability to like have I all know, of us right? go watch it. Like that would have been a joy, but I I'm still glad that it exists and that it is like relatively accessible. It would have been great <laughs> if Hugh Jackman was in it, but we still got him in Deadpool hey. 3. So I'll, I'll take what I can. T- I'll take what I can get. Like I, I'm happy with what I got. And who's to say we're not going to still see some of that? Maybe in Deadpool three. We don't know. We have no idea. So. That is true. We have no idea. They might not even have any ideas. <laughs> um, they do. Jamie, Aaron, do you have anything to add about Nicole's predictions? I mean, in a way, uh, Barbie crushed Marvel in a way that no one uh, could have yeah. seen. Uh, I like, did Barbie make more than all all of the Marvel movies combined this year? It's probably I don't close. Know what, yeah. I know Guardian, Guardians, Guardians made a lot, yeah. but I, yeah. so I feel like it would slightly be tipped over. But yeah, if you took Guardians out of the equation, easily. Bar- Barbie dominates all things because it's Barbie. Like, Ken only has a good day if Barbie notices him. Barbie <laughs> always has a good day. I'm so glad. Like Marvel's I remember being. I remember being on this show the day that the Ryan Gosling first look at Ken oh. dropped and like the hooting and hollering we were doing. I'm so glad that like all of us championing this movie for like a year and a half paid off in dividends. Like, I'm so glad for that. I, I, I It makes me feel so happy that all like I was 100% right about this movie ruling and everybody who made fun of me was wrong. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so petty about it, but I love it. You love to see it. Um, So this has been so much fun. I have like almost tears in my eyes from laughing. This is just so great. Um, So we're going to take a quick one minute break. And when we come back, we are going to do this all again for 2024. We're going to offer our 2024 predictions and I'm sure it's going to get wild. So stay tuned. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Phase Zero's bonus episode, um, where we are looking back on and then offering our predictions for Marvel and the MCU. Uh, Jamie, you're at the top of the board, so why don't you go first? Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. Well, I think my first uh, prediction is going to be uh, Comic-Con related because we got nothing this year. I think that Kevin Feige is going to get on that stage in Hall H and just obliterate us. I think that he is going to there's going to be shake up in terms of when things are coming out. I think Secret Wars is going to get pushed back. I think that we're going to get some surprise announcements. And the one that I am hanging on the hardest is Young Avengers. Uh, because it's not just about what I think, it's about what I want. And that's what I want. I love it. I, I completely agree. I feel like this Comic-Con has the potential to be absolutely wild. We just don't know in what way. But yeah, I feel like if, if Kevin does not go up there and just drop a proverbial bomb on all of us, then like what is even going on? Um, anyone else have anything to add? I think that's a great prediction. Just shake it in. It's just a podcast. No, young no. Avengers. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, Aaron, what's your first prediction? Uh, I'll start off with a doozy. I saw this out actually in the comments. So everybody's on the same wavelength. I think that in 2024, Echo will give us just a tiny bit of John Bernthal Ooh. as the old Punisher because. If we're just bringing back all the other Netflix stuff, why not? I mean, people want to see it. They, they'll. We are dangerously close to when did Daredevil pop up the sequel? But <laughs> Echo looks great without any of that. But I think that that could possibly happen. I like that. I also feel like with Echo being a binge release, if that is end up like if that does end up being the case, it's not like going to be a week to week. Like, where are they? I'm mad that they're not here. If they are in there, we're going to know right away. So <laughs> I, I think that that would be a really good idea. A um, minute by I, minute Twitter account that just posted something like, no, no, like no. The Henry Kissinger one. <laughs> oh that just God, had a very yeah. good week. Uh, but yeah, I like I, I feel like that that is a very good pick. And I would just want to see Echo and Punisher in the same room together. I feel like that would be really cool. I really want to tack on a Jessica Jones to that prediction. Just, yes. Uh, oh, because yes. that's what I what I want. Gives like if we want. I know. I don't like when I went to that Echo presentation, they did allude to maybe some surprise cameos. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they're all liars. So who knows? Uh, but that that that's my, my, my uh, tack on. It's not one of my predictions. It's just one of my tack ons. I like it. Nicole, do you have anything to add? Because I know you are very excited for Echo. Oh, I'm I'm just so excited for Echo. But please, yeah, please give me if you're going to give me the show that I already desperately want for representation purposes for a variety of reasons. Give me some John Bernthal too. just give me that little cherry on top and I'll take it. Absolutely. So, Nicole, you're on the big board. What's your first prediction? I'm going to start with my crackiest because it's the one that I want the most. Taylor Swift is going to be Dazzler in Deadpool 3. Wow. And a sub prediction. If they decide to not go the obvious route, they're going to make her very briefly Emma Frost from another dimension. Ooh. I, I love, I know you personally are manifesting the Emma Frost thing, and I love that so much. Um, that actually ties perfectly into my first per, first prediction, but I will let Jamie and Aaron weigh in on yours first. 
I, I think Dazzler would be great. I would hate Emma Frost. I'm just going to say it. Uh, I would not be into that. But keep in mind, she wouldn't be from the maid universe. She'd just be a random sure, blip sure. from somewhere else. Just be pretty. I see you'd be yeah, pretty sure, sure. and could, it could destroy you. I mean, hey, Taylor's already got those witchcraft mind control rumors. Might as well lead into it. Like, have some fun. I'm I just here for don't it. Think... Let her be bejeweled. Like, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I, I can just one of my best friends is like the biggest Emma Frost fan, and I can mm-hmm. just see him like his is face. Is a bigger Emma Frost fan than me? Oh. I doubt it. No, he might be. Like, sorry, I've he, had a lot no. of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he is older than you do. Sorry, like he does have some years on you, so that that helps. But okay, I can but like we'll, we'll he, that. but yeah, but he also like I think that he would like throw something if that happened and be so bad. Uh, I will also say. I, I love Taylor to death. I, I don't think the Boston accent would really be there. I don't necessarily think that, and that that to me is essential for seeing a modern day Emma Frost in live action in any capacity. I need her to I have the say accent. I she had to talk. She okay, you got me there. Just a weird like flash style cameo. Honestly, like I prefer the Dazzler one to be perfectly honest because yeah. I think it would fit. It'd be hilarious. We could reuse some eras to her costumes. It would be amazing. And we could get her contributing to the soundtrack, which always makes me happy because I love her soundtrack songs but if we were to get her as a flash as emma she would have to be for another dimension and it would let her be bejeweled for real and that would also satisfy something that makes me happy she doesn't have to stop talk she can stand there next to hugh jackman for a second i don't care let me have just let me have nice things and i'll be a happy girl and then i could make it a go to vancouver and hand those out the heiress tour Eric is in the comments saying Please just have Patrick the screen. do her voiceover <laughs> in the Boston accent. I know, I know nothing about Thanksgiving. I did not know about the Boston accent until Jamie just brought this up. I'm like, that now incentivizes me to watch this movie just to hear whatever the hell that sounds like. I gotta tell you, I waited 16 years for that movie and I was not let down. So, uh, but Eric, my God. Comment. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I, I, know. Uh, I do want to know, do we think that there's also just a possibility she's going to play herself? Yes. Like, like I yeah. think that that's also, I, yes. I think Dazzlers and, and herself are more likely yeah. than Emma. I will oh, also yes, throw in because she, one year for Halloween in pictures that like very, very much went viral on the internet, she, she borrowed Deadpool. Ryan's Deadpool costume and wore it for Halloween. And so everyone's just been like, Lady Deadpool. So like legitimately, if there was just mm-hmm. a variant of Deadpool rips off the mask and it's just Taylor Swift, I would also see that like i feel like that could mm-hmm. realistically happen um but yeah i will go into my first prediction because it is piggybacking off of nicole's um i definitely think that taylor swift is in deadpool 3 but i do not think they are going to let us know that right away i know we've talked on the show about whether or not to throw her into the marketing show her right out of the gate chris and i literally had like a 20 minute debate about this the other night about like whether or not they could do this the Swifty fandom loves Easter eggs. Nicole knows this. I know this. We, this past Sunday, watched a three-hour live stream of a concert that we've seen <laughs> dozens of times in the hope that she would announce something, and she did not. We then spent the very next day putting random billboards from Spotify together to make a picture that was then released two days later anyway. Like, people love the Easter egg hunts and the investigating and all of that. So I could see them not necessarily showing that she is in the movie, but dropping some sort of hint down to, like, oh at this particular time code you might see something that might hit taylor swift like ryan reynolds is in the taylor swift cinematic universe he's been in her music videos he knows this level of like easter egg hunt and so i could see them kind of making that part of the fun Aaron is judging us. She's in the movie. Like, what do you want? She in, I mean, what do we want? She's in the movie. Like, 
I want the I'm full experience. I'm not going to use that as one of my wishes, but still. I want the full experience and I want memeable moments to make friendship bracelets for so I could hand out when I go to the Aeros Tour Vancouver. I want everything. I like legitimately Swifties are a little crazy when it comes to this stuff. So I could see because that would then fuel the conversation of tweeting about it and writing articles about Swifties might think that she's in Deadpool 3. So I could see them making it a little bit of a game, a little bit of a hunt. And then by the time we get closer, maybe they'll pull the multiverse of madness thing and they just show her in the trailers like the the day before the movie comes out. But I don't know. We know she's in it. It's just I think they can have fun with the degree which with which they tell us that information. So the comment they play Cruel Summer in the trailer lol just that oh my god i also was thinking clifties into a coma i could see ryan rattle i could see like deadpool talking about taylor swift maybe in the trailer like as some sort of like joke or something and i could see deadpool singing cruel summer but changing oh the lyrics. Oh boy. Um, Aaron yeah. and I's eyes are starting to glaze. I know. I know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just here for everybody to have what they want. I've said okay. it multiple times before. Absolutely. I just want people to be happy. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenna and I have hijacked phase zero and turned it into a Taylor Swift. I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it back on track. I am going to get it back on track. But yeah, so that's my first prediction. Jamie, what is your second prediction? Is my turn for second? Well, yes. uh, we are in the Deadpool zone, so I'm going to keep that train going because it is like the only movie we're getting, right? So, of course, yeah. we we'll all have predictions. My prediction, you know, we just got Kelsey Grammer. I think we are getting everybody in this movie in from X-Men. I think we're going to see Anna Paquin, Famke Jensen, James Marsden. I think it's going to be like the end of Days of Future Past where they all pop in there, even if it's for a second. If we get Ian in there, oh my God. But it would be amazing if literally, like even if it's just a scene uh, I, I of them all together, Hallie, all of them, that's what I want. And I, I don't think we need too much of them because then this movie will be five hours long. But uh, But I think that we are seeing everybody in there i like it important question do you think they'll be in costumes we already see th- saw them in or in a version of like what we're getting with logan of like a new comic oh, accurate costume love that question i hadn't really thought about it but i think if they're doing the wolverine they're gonna do them all like i want to see anna paquin in the green with big hair uh that would be amazing even though she's n- nothing like that that version of the character i don't care like that would be so cool if we got them all like even if they, they walk into a room and they all turn and they're all wearing their costumes like that that would be amazing i need james marston in like the brown bomber jacket like i've never needed anything more than to see that so i would be very happy yes. uh, nicole aaron how do you feel about that prediction nicole i think it sounds awesome and now i want it especially <laughs> the bomber jacket that you've added because i just had a, like it visually in my mind like I, I i need that like what the heck why did you thumbs down oh that's right. okay I, yeah. That was very weird, but no, I need that. <laughs> that, was that was supposed to be a thumbs up. I didn't for, do it. for the audio listener, Nicole's uh, Zoom, I think, just kind of <laughs> had a mind of its own. It but, just yeah. went rogue and decided to devote down my ideas that I think that Jenna's <laughs> suggestion of the bomber jacket was wrong. And no, I love that idea. I think it's, and I actually think that probably will happen because it's going to be, I mean, why not? Throw, throw everything at it, including the kitchen sink. Aaron, how do you feel? I'm just happy that it didn't turn Nicole into a cat. Um, <laughs> I'm here for any and all, whatever you can do. And since there's only one thing, please give us all of it. Give us a feast. Like I looking over, trying to make these predictions. I kept coming back to, there must be another movie or something on that. No, it's like, six things guys we got to really be creative so yeah our rankings episode is going to be so interesting <laughs> musical number in the middle of the rankings episode coming yeah. in this, this month oh. hooray aaron what's your second prediction 
Uh, let's see here. I think, oh yes. So I've got, so there's been much made of Deadpool 3 possibly having a TVA in here. But what I want is a non-TVA MCU person to be in here. Because we talked all about the Fox people. We've talked about all this other stuff. I'm like, just give me one little link to some of the stuff that's going on with us. Like, I I would really, really love that. But I don't know. There's so already so much stuff going on in that movie that I don't know if there's any room. But... I, I would enjoy it. Someone else has to be in this. Even if you just have a joke that's like Deadpool 2 where Loki's holding together the multiverse and then closes a door. Do if you had if you had to pick a character that would fill that role, who would it be? I mean, the pie in the sky thing me and Nick said is that have Monica be in it. Ooh. I would, like that. Would love that, but you know, I don't know. Tiana Paris is a very busy lady. I don't I don't know if she's got time. We'll see. I, I would definitely love to see that. Um, Jamie, Nicole, do you have any thoughts? I mean, put, I, I like the T. You said no TVA, but I like the idea of like Mobius showing up. It and... would, I think that's going to happen. That's why I'm like, let's try. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Aaron, stop. Stop thinking things like just go obvious. <laughs> just go stop obvious. You're like 16 <laughs> you're, you're, layers. You're, you're too smart for the MCU. You got to <laughs> <laughs> Maggie is just listening to this episode right now, like, oh man. No. Okay. Shoulders <laughs> <laughs> sad. Oh. oh my gosh. Nicole, do you have anything to add? Nope. <laughs> 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 it. Oh boy. Nicole, then what's your what's your second prediction? This is more of something that, like, uh, granted, my first one is something that I really want to happen, but this is also something I really want that's more serious. I, I'm wanting in some fashion, be it a crazy Kevin Feige trauma dumps and gives us, like, crazy announcements or just something somewhere. We finally get some sort of concrete update on, like, Black Knight, Eternals, something, like... I, I, specifically Black Knight because the blade of it all is stressing me out. Like that's where my boy was in theory supposed to maybe go. And I, I, I need something for my sad boy. Like I, I need to know what's going on with it. But I also really want to know where those characters are like what's going on. Cause there was clearly something else going on there narratively. And I, I don't, I don't know where that piece is still dangling. I think we're going to get something, even if it's a, they die on their way back to their home planet. Like I just, I, I want some sort of definitive, we haven't forgot about them. And I think we might finally get that tiny piece. It, even if it's a matter, we'll, we'll get back to that in 40 years. I think we're finally going to get something just to get people to shut up. I completely like agree me. with that. I think the lo <laughs> the longer we wait on the Eternals itself, it's funny. Like I, I saw a tweet the other day reminding me that Barry Cogan is in Eternals and I completely forgot that information. Like that is how long right? it has been since this movie came out and actually had any sort of significance, which is a bummer. Um, I agree with that. I agree with the Black Knight of it all because he's just chilling. He just has his... So it, he's just, he just sad. His girlfriend disappeared because some random dude came and took her away and he's just standing all sad in the park or something like... We, we, we do we at least get him therapy because we know he's mentally unwell like <laughs> please <laughs> i agree with that i can't believe none of us had any black knight anything in those predictions this is i'm glad nicole brought this up because i was like wait none of us said this it did come up but it was in like the first half of the show so i think we just didn't address it in the second half oh okay yeah all right i was like wait he's nobody... always in my heart yes <laughs> 
<laughs> Jamie, do you have anything to add? No, I mean, that'd be cool. I I enjoyed Kit's performance in that movie, and I'd, I'd definitely be down to see more of him. It'd be cool if they announced him for Blade. That's what I would like to see. Like, it mm-hmm. just, I, I, the Eternals should come back because it doesn't make sense if they don't. But but uh, him being a part of Blade would be something that I, that would be cool. The entire, like, a portion of the chat is just talking about how they want a Shang-Chi sequel. And I'm like, BD is going to be very happy to know that his, like, his, his energy was being carried on in his absence. Um, so my I don't know why, but for some reason, my brain has always thought there was going to be a Shang-Chi sequel. Like, I've never just let go of that. So I don't know why. It's, it, like, always been they've said it's in development. They've talked about it, but they haven't, like, definitively given us a title card or a release date or anything. Like, okay, Kevin uh, maybe that's why it's, it's, it's planted there. It just keeps growing. So I've never yeah. really thought, I'm like, of course we're getting, of course we're getting one. Absolutely. Um, so my second prediction, um, I think that some project that is heavily rumored to be a part of the MCU in the future is going to be announced, but is going to be in a different format than what people thought, oh. whether that is the Witch's Road adaptation that everyone desperately wants, whether that is Young Avengers, mm-hmm. whether it's even something like Vision Quest, where we've heard reports about it, but we don't know if it's even really going to happen, given how they're pivoting to TV, I would not put it past them to turn a proposed TV show into a special presentation or pull an armor wars and turn a show into a proposed movie or even vice versa. I don't know. I think we might get something that fans have been asking for, but just in a completely different format. Hmm. I totally think you're right about that because why else would they just create the special presentation thing if they didn't yeah. have ideas for it in the future? And so many things are changing. I, I think this is a great prediction. I think of all of them, you might be the the big winner of next year. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I also, I, I like hold on to the special presentation concept so much and I love it so much and we've gotten nothing since last year and that makes me very sad. So I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to get any new special presentation content, even if it is just like retooling a project to fit that. But yeah. We have an unstoppable force and movable object thing because like there are rumors that they're just not going to do it anymore after another rumored special presentation that I feel like is actually going to happen. Um, so we hope you're right. I know BD would be crushed. If there's just no more special presentation, you'd be like, man, what the heck? So I don't know. That would be, but I think you're absolutely right though. One of these series is getting turned into a movie. Book it. They're already like six hour movies anyway. They're just going to trim it down, reshoot some stuff and then shuttle that bad boy in the theaters. Like that's what's going to, that's probably what's going to happen. Also, who knows if we see Iron Wars? Our armor wars. Who knows? Who even knows? Who knows? That movie is like one rung below Blade in my mind of like Blade. So at times doesn't feel like a real movie. Armor Wars definitely does not feel like a real movie at this point, which is a bummer because it sounds cool in theory. So I I need it to exist, but I'm not even sure if it's going to. Um, Yeah, Uh, we will take another quick one minute break. And then when we come back, we're all going to share our final predictions for 2024. So stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Phase Zero, where we are sharing our predictions for the MCU in 2024. Uh, two things before we share our final round. Shout out to Peter, who made this graphic for the, today's episode, for the first episode we did at the beginning of the year, and put Pedro Pascal in there. Um, we had no way of knowing at that time what would come true. I None of us even said in that episode that we thought Pedro would be cast as anything, but here we are, and I love to see it. And also, Layla... Amazing at suggesting a the marvel's christmas special where they teach nick fury how to love christmas and i love that that should be that should be a thing yes uh, <laughs> jamie what is your third and final prediction for 2024 oh well i don't think i could be myself if i didn't talk about agatha so I, I, my prediction is just gonna be here's how i think the agatha is gonna go i think that we're gonna start agatha and she's gonna be living in a sitcom world still because she's still under one to spell we're gonna see different different like little episode titles and which is going to be why we've gotten so many episode titles of the show it's all a bit part of the sitcom thing patty lapone's gonna sing there's gonna be a lot of fun and then all of a sudden right when wonder gore mountain falls down wanda that is when the spell is going to break from agatha and that is when we are going to get some coven of chaos legit witchy business no more sitcom totally different style the show's gonna end then the then the end credit scene is going to be Agatha somehow reviving Wanda and it, the show will end with an Elizabeth Olsen cameo that is my prediction let's go I love it I love it if you end up being like 100% right people are going to be so sus they're going to be like how did Jamie know this information um I love that I will say given the Agatha of it all and giving a given another project that we know is in development would you want to see her in Fantastic Four given the fact that she canonically babysits their children <laughs> Sure. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Love Aaron, it. Aaron, Nicole, you have anything to add? I, I'm on I'm on team Jamie here with the, the bit thing. I as soon as she said I was her, I was like, yes, yes, please. Just one of my favorite parts of the whole thing of WandaVision is the weird genre stuff. So mm -hmm. please more. Please. I, I absolutely yeah, and I, I want Jamie to be a hundred percent right. I need and honestly, the whole like the the spell breaking when she the, the, you know thing falls down and all of that, the resurrection. That just it's so witchy and perfect and follows the rules of magic so well. It need oh I need it. But then you mentioned the whole Fantastic Four thing and her and now I just need cigarette mom Catherine Hahn as a babysitter. <laughs> so bad. Maybe she bites one of their kids. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> I will say I do love the like teeing it up with Wondergore falling because I can already imagine the fan videos kind of like the, how the blip like we kept adding all of the different mm -hmm. projects and like synced it all up together like seeing those two moments sync together would be very very cool. So I hope you're right. I hope that happens. Aaron, what is your third and final prediction? Uh, let's see here. We're going deep into the bag of things that have been rumored but have not made themselves known. I really would like a formal announcement of that Midnight Angels or a Koye series or if, if it's going to be a movie or a special presentation, whatever it's going to be, uh, get us back to Wakanda. That that seemed to be a good time for most of the Marvel viewing public. And a dangling thread that with Thunderbolts, presumably, and Captain America Brave New World uh, incoming seems like a, a no-brainer. So, yeah, give me give me the Okoye project. That would be that'd be cool. I love that. I, I, I completely forgot that that was like in development for the longest time that it feels like an oversight that we don't know when and where we're seeing Wakanda again. So I completely agree with that. 
everyone else just silently. Yeah, Everybody's like, nodding. Uh, uh, what, what's her What's her girlfriend's name? Uh, the Iron? No. Uh, no, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, she's not the one with the girlfriend. The other no. two were dating. Uh, yeah, it was Michaela Cole's character and yeah, it's, Io. It's, yeah. And Io, yeah. Uh, w- yes, they. I just want their romance to be pr- uh, uh, very prominent in this show. Yes. That's, that's yes. what I want to see. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Um, Nicole, what is your third and final prediction? Somehow Namor returns. <laughs> okay. Sure. And I feel like there are opportunities for that. I feel like, I mean, I, at one point I spitballed a whole freaking idea for how Namor could be a giant piece of Thunderbolts. And I still maintain it could work, um, which I will have to dig through my notes because I've slept since then. But I had a, I had a whole plot. like, And I was just like, Kevin Feige, call me. I've got an idea. Um, but that could easily tie its way into Wakanda stuff. Like Namor could be, even if it's not Namor directly, any of like the the people from Namor's world could be, a, just bring me back that world. They did such an incredible job of building that corner of this version of Marvel. It would be stupid to waste all the, the iconography and the mythology that they have built. And it's so beautiful. And that representation deserves to be there, but the artistry deserves to be there. Like, give me back Atuma. Give me back everybody. Give me back Namora. Somehow the these folks are coming back. Somehow they return because they could be mm-hmm. the key to other stuff, especially with everything else kind of being a mess right now. <laughs> I like that. I definitely, I know there's all the real world stuff also going on that might get in the way of the name of it all, but I definitely think seeing Tolokan again, like that was such a rich yeah. and like beautifully rendered world. So I feel like the very least they can do is hint at that again. And they can even, even if it's not name bring a Tuma, bring, or yeah, bring, bring the other people, the other characters back because they are also rich and interesting and could also pose a threat, a problem, a solution to a problem, an interesting team up of, of like, not necessarily the heroes to go after some sketchy folks. Like you've got off options fun options good stories do it i like it jamie aaron you have anything to add i'm not against it like <laughs> let, let nicole get what she wants you know yeah <laughs> nicole was the most correct out of all of us so, so i've we'll earned that. it <laughs> yeah. as a, um, a long time no more than thunderbolts person nicole i'm like you see it you see, it. <laughs> see you feel me you feel me Y'all are on the same wavelength. That's right. Um, So my third and final prediction. um, This is both a prediction and also a call to action. Um, Everyone who is involved with Marvel Comics, um, there is one thing you could have done that you have not done yet. And I would like for you to remedy this in 2024. Why is Madison not in Marvel Comics at all? <laughs> nobody, nobody has introduced her. And I feel like that is a very, very missed opportunity. I feel like she could either be introduced in the She-Hulk ongoing that is very excellent that is going on right now, or you could throw her literally anywhere. You could have her in a Doctor Strange related book with Wong. You could just put her in anything and hint that that is Madison. I would buy that book and like hold it, hold on to it with your life for owning like the first comic appearance of Madison. So I, I feel like this needs to happen i would love for somebody to take that challenge and actually do it because she's just too good of a character to not see in the immediate future i love this you're so right but you do have me thinking that like darcy didn't get into a comic until this year Mm -hmm. so i'm like i hope that they don't take that same long wait because like you're right people that would be amazing and there's so many places she could just like have her own little thing where she just kind of peeks in to everybody like the what the most random weirdest times hey i'd I'd love it 
I just need Russell to make another Scarlet Witch series where she's along for the ride too with her and Darcy. This <laughs> happened to be where all of them go. Oh my God. <laughs> You just described Jamie's dream yeah. and Kelsey Grammer's also there. <laughs> oh, it's funny because Kelsey Grammer really like it's not that great of a person, but like, he just pops up and it makes me happy. <laughs> I uh, have to preface that I know that. Understandable. I know, I people to know that I know that. Understandable. Oh my gosh. Nicole. I, I now want Madison meeting a flurkin. Ooh. Oh, yes. I just I want I want to see her explaining her experience with a flurkin, <laughs> like in a comic. Like I want a whole panel of her, like even if it's just a background thing where she's explaining to someone else her experience with a flurkin, because I think that would just take me right on out. I would want that frame. I would want framed art of that. Like that would be so cool. I'm so glad everyone else is in agreement with me. We need Madison in the comics. Um, so that is it for our 2024 predictions. We will be back at some point next year to revisit these and see what we got right and what we got wrong. Um, so, oh boy, that'll that'll be a fun one. Um, but this episode has been great. Erin, uh, do you have anything that you want to leave the people with today? Uh, it's at Summerlink Hornet on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to think about if there's anything else fun that we've done. Oh, we have some fun stuff planned for you next week. Me and Jamie. That's all yeah. I can say. Yeah, be vague, you know. <laughs> uh, Jamie, what do you have to add? Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure Roz is coming back to Fraser next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Follow my TikTok at Jamie Jirak for all the Fraser updates. I love it. Nicole? Um, I'm at Life at Polaroid on Twitter, where I'm just usually just there being chaotic. And I just want to remind everybody, go watch, go to your local movie theaters, especially this holiday season. Just do it. Go watch some more movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm at, I'm at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn on social media. As always, go read some comics. Um, we will be back next Wednesday with a standard news episode. We shall see what kind of post-credit scenes we have for today. And if, if there's any news between now and Wednesday, we'll definitely talk about it then. Um, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, play the show for your mom, play the show for your dog. I've never done this whole outro that BD does. So this is very weird doing it, but thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell your friends about it. Thank you again. If we were in your Spotify wrapped and you tagged us, that is always such a delight to see and yeah, have a good weekend and we will see you next Wednesday.